Thank you for joining us on Awakened to Grace. Today, before we get into our message, we have a special song by Pastor Chad from the album Worth It All, a song called He Won't Leave You There. Find this album and more on our website, awakenedtograce.com, by visiting our store, and also get all of our content for free by downloading our free mobile app, Awakened to Grace, wherever you get your favorite apps. tell you why you're walking through this valley I can't tell you just how long you've got to stay I can't tell you why your heart feels so unsettled or when this all will change but I can tell you There is something you can lean on It's a promise that won't bend and it won't break It will keep you when the future is uncertain You're not out of grace When the darkness overwhelms you The fear won't subside when the questions outweigh answers on those long and lonely nights friend you gotta keep on moving he is with you in the valley of despair he won't leave you there he is with you when you think you just won't make it right there when it looks like hope is lost you're gonna find out it's nothing less than faithful so keep holding on keep holding on when the darkness overwhelms you the fear just won't subside when the questions outweigh answers on those long Questions outweigh answers on those long and lonely nights. Friend, you gotta keep on moving. He is with you. When the darkness overwhelms you, the fear just won't subside. When the questions outweigh answers on those long and lonely nights. Friend, you gotta keep on moving. He is with you. Valley of 
Today on Awaken to Grace, we are in part three of a sermon called Be on Guard and Stay Awake. We are in Mark chapter 13. We are in a greater series called Walking with Jesus, a study through the gospel of Mark. And what an exciting and thrilling journey this has been. Today we come to where Jesus teaches on the signs of the last days. And we are marching through this text together. If you've missed any of our sermons through this series, download my free mobile app, Awakened to Grace, or subscribe to my podcast, Awakened to Grace with Chad Roberts. Subscribe to the podcast and follow our content as we go verse by verse through the Bible. Well, as we go to God's Word today, we're in Mark chapter 13, and I hope it brings courage and strength to your life. As friends, as you know, we are living in very uncertain days. But here's what we are certain of. God is sovereign, and He predicts it all. We're not children of the night. We're children of the day, that these things shall not overtake us. Let's go together, Mark chapter 13. The scales are going to fall from Israel's eyes, and they're going to see Jesus as their Messiah. What Jesus is telling us, he is going to bookend. I want you to understand me. He is putting bookends on world history. And he's saying the fall of Jerusalem in AD 70, it's going to happen 38 years after Christ predicts it. That's going to, be, that's going to begin the time of the Gentiles. And he's saying this generation will not pass until they see it. Until they see what? The destruction of Jerusalem, the destruction of Israel, the state of Israel gone. And then God is going to have a Gentile bride, which goes back to Ruth and Boaz. and a Gen- Oh, it all goes so deep. Now he's going to bookend what he said to the first generation of the church. Get out of the city. Go flee. Spare your life. He's going to bookend to the last generation. And now in Matthew 24 and Mark 13, he's going to say, when you see these things, this generation will not pass until you see what? The abomination." Of desolation. And see, here's another key critical part of the text. When the horrendous tragedy of the destruction of Jerusalem happened in AD 70, Rome killed 1.5 million Jews. But friends, that was not a drop in the bucket in the bucket compared to Hitler's Nazism. Millions were slaughtered. Let me show you the difference between Matthew 24 and Mark 13. Jesus says of the great tribulation, there has never been a time like it. That includes 70 AD. That includes Hitler's Germany. There has never been a time like it, and nor will there ever be a time like it again. And it's so severe, Jesus said, had the days not been cut short, humanity won't survive. That is jaw-dropping, friends. And literally, do you know what the Lord Jesus Christ is telling us? He is saying, 
The first generation will not pass until his words are fulfilled. And now he's saying the last generation will not pass until his words are fulfilled. And now look at what a bombshell verse 31 is. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the words of Jesus will not. His words are faithful and true. Will this generation today, the generation that has walked through COVID, the generation that has survived a global pandemic, will this generation that is watching extremism like never before, Will this generation that is watching what I believe is going to be global inflation like never before? Oh, here's just a tidbit. I teach in the Russia teaching the special presentation called Russia's Endgame. When does it air? Wednesday, not Friday. Very good. And I teach in there. Do you remember in our study of Revelation chapter 6, do you remember that the Bible says with the four horsemen of the apocalypse, it is the white horse, which is false peace. It is the red horse, which is war. It is the black horse, which is what? Famine and hyperinflation. That one loaf of bread will cost one day's wage. And what did he say? Don't hurt the oil and the wine. But what is harmed? The barley and the what? The wheat. And Google it for yourself. Ukraine is one of the largest exports of wheat and barley in the world. And because of the conflict right now, no crops are being planted. Russia exports 25% of the world's fertilizer and everything's banned. Friends, the stage is set like never before. Down to verse 12, children will rise against their parents. Friends, we better... Be on guard. We better get awake because time is wrapping up. Can we say amen today? Verse 32, and I'll let, let, let me work my way through verse 32, and then we'll, we'll begin to wrap up. Verse 32, Jesus said, now concerning that day and that hour, no man knows. So you need to take that to heart. You need to understand. If you ever hear anyone set dates, they are a false prophet. It is heresy at the highest level. You should turn a deaf ear to it. Date setters, no, 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 no. We can understand seasons. Jesus taught that in the fig tree. But we are not to set dates. I tell, I tell you how I live. I prepare and what do you mean prepare? The, the Bible says divide your portions to seven to eight because you don't know the calamity that's going to come up on the earth. Somebody give me a time check. What time is it? Oh, okay. I'm okay. I'm all right. I got a couple minutes. Dusty Buckles was so sweet a couple, couple of weeks ago. You know, I preached forever. And the next Sunday, Dusty said, oh, Pastor Chad, she said, I could sit and listen to you all day. I said, you about did. <laughs> it, we, we about made it. <laughs> I'll not do that today. <clears throat> I prepare. 
I prepare like I'm going to live for 100 years. What's that mean? I have an IRA. I'm well insured. I believe in having a very robust food supply. I prepare like I'm going to live for 100 years. But I live like the trumpet is going to sound this hour. That's how we are to live. And Jesus said, you don't know the day and you don't know the hour. Now, he says something interesting. He says, neither do the angels in heaven know nor the Son of Man. Now, let me ask you a question. Does that mean that Jesus, when he walked the earth, did not know when he was going to return? Yes, I believe that. Now, how is that possible? Because Jesus is 100% God, and he was also 100% man. He was deity, robed in flesh. But listen to what Paul said in Philippians. Paul said that Christ lowered himself. He humbled himself. And listen to what he said. He did not think equality with God a thing to be grasped. So apparently, according to his words here, at this point, he didn't know when he was going to return. Is that true today? I don't think so. And why do I not think so? I believe when Christ accomplished his task on the earth and he ascended to heaven, he was glorified. He now sat down at the right hand of the Father. I believe he now well knows when he's going to return. Because what does Revelation 1-1 say? He brought John. Who was John? Who was in the private teaching on the Mount of Olives? Peter, James, John, and Andrew. Who was the last living disciple on the earth? John. And Jesus brought him to heaven. And here's what he said. To show him the things that must soon come. Oh, that's what Revelation part 1 was called. Things to come. There you go. I'm pretty sure. You can look it up. And he brought him up to showing the things that must soon come, the things that must soon take place, to tell his servants. John was the last remaining disciple. Jesus, once and for all, answered their questions from the Mount of Olives. He answered in the book of Revelation. And you know who else are his servants? Us today. And that's why you can read it. And that's why you can understand it by the Spirit of God. Amen? All right. Now, you may put your trays in their upright positions because we're about to land this plane. Verse, if verse 30, we understand what that means now. This generation shall not pass. What generation? The one that sees the abomination of desolation. The one that's on the earth during the seven-year tribulation, the last three and a half years, the 42 months, the 1260 days, the time, times, half a time. Do you get what Scripture is saying? That generation will not pass until all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass, but the words of Jesus are that secure, they're that eternal. No one knows the day. So live like you're going to live for 100 years. Prepare like you're going to live for 100 years. But live like the trumpet's going to sound this very hour. Now, what does verse 33 say? Here's the conclusion. Here is the whole point. Here is 
our marching orders. Be on guard. Stay awake because you don't know the hour. Are you on guard today? Are you paying attention today? Are you living right today? If you really believe Jesus was literally at the gates, what would change in your life? What would change? What would change? You know, the rapture is designed for two reasons. One, to surprise Satan. He has no idea. You know, people have always tried to figure out who's the Antichrist. The church back in the 30s thought Hitler was the Antichrist. And guess what? He was an Antichrist. But see, because Satan has no idea when Jesus is coming, do you know he has to have a man prepared in every generation? He has to. He has no idea when Jesus is coming. The purpose of the rapture is to surprise Satan. Number two is to purify the church. First John says, everyone who hopes in his coming thus purifies himself. What would purify in your life if you really believed Jesus was near? What would you change? Who would you forgive? What bitterness would you let go of? How would your marriage be different? What would you do different today if you believe he was coming tomorrow? Friends, I believe his coming is potentially that near. Do you live like it? Be on guard. Stay awake. Don't let your life get distracted. And don't let your spiritual life get drowsy. Stay awake. Christ is coming. Let's stand. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed. What needs to change in your life today? What sin do you need to forsake? What laziness do you need to kick to the curb? I'm telling you, God is dealing with me in so many areas. God is showing me. Chad, you, you think this way. You, you allow this in your life because you, you don't believe I'm near. If you really believe that the master of the house was near, (coughs) you'd be on guard. You wouldn't let that creep into your home. You wouldn't allow that in your thought life. If you really believed it, oh, Holy Spirit, purify us. Purify us. Purify us. What do you need to let go of today? Some of you are right where you want to be in your career, but you're asleep spiritually. Some of you finally got the home that you desired, but you're asleep. Some of you this year, you'll do that vacation you've dreamed of. You're asleep. Friends, I'm not saying those things are wrong. They're not. They're blessings from God. But not at the expense of drowsiness. Not at that expense. Don't let the cares of this life 
cost you the greatest rewards of eternity. Stay awake. Be on guard. Some of you need to come to the altar today. Some of you need to bring your home to the altar today. You need to bring your children, your parenting to the altar today. Some of you allow your children to do ungodly things. Some of you have opened the front door to the enemy. Some of you got your windows open. You got the back door open. You got the garage door open. And the enemy is walking right into your children's rooms. And he's stealing their souls. And all the while, you're on your tablet. And all the while, you're on your phone. Oblivious to Satan's agenda. You need to come today and put your home on the altar. You need to come today and say, God, shake me out of my sleep. Awaken me. I remove the drowsiness. I remove the distractions. And I put my marriage on the altar. I put my teenagers on the altar. I put my grandchildren on the altar. Satan will not have them. You come right now if you need to pray. You say, God, I close every door in the name of Jesus. I stand guard today like I've never stood guard. I stand guard today over my home. I stand guard today over my covenant. I stay guard. I, I'm standing guard over my wife and over my husband. I stand guard. Satan, you'll not have it. Shake yourself. Wipe the sleep out of your spiritual eyes. Take literal the words of Jesus. Be on guard. Be on guard. God, there's a spirit of this age and it desires our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. There's a spirit of this age and it desires to oppose the work of God. We resisted with all we have in the name of the Lord. We resisted. We resisted. Shake us, God, out of this normalcy bias. Shake us out of our complacency. Give us a spiritual fervor like we've never known. Awake us in the middle of the night to pray. Let us forsake our televisions. And our movie theaters, let us forsake them for a move of God like we've never known. Let us turn from our wicked ways in the name of Jesus. And be on guard. Satan, may the Lord rebuke you. May the Lord rebuke you. This spirit of transgenderism, this spirit of confusion. We rebuke it in the name of the Lord today from coast to coast. In every college, in every high school, in every middle school, and for God's sake in every elementary school, we rebuke it in the name of the Lord. 
We rebuke it. It's time we go to war. It's time we stand in the public square. It's time we say, let God be truth and every man a liar. It is high time that we awake. High time. Do you use a streaming device at home or at work? Simply say, hey Google, play Awaken to Grace with Chad Roberts podcast and listen to our weekly podcast that is the current sermon that I preach each week at Preaching Christ Church.